All right, good morning, everybody. I appreciate you bearing with us today as we have to uh, deal with winter weather here in the mountains. And uh, it's iced over at the parking lot of the church, so we plan it safe. And uh, I got to think on the way over here to the office this morning, uh, it had this not, if we hadn't been through all we've been through last year, we'd have probably just canceled church and not even thought about going online. But uh, now you can't get away from me. Everywhere you go, there I am. So I'm sorry about that. Uh, we're going to have a, a an interesting service this morning. I've really I've been praying over this and been reading over here in Psalms uh, 13. Psalms 13 is where we'll be this morning, uh, and it's just about going through bad times, and how to deal with it. And if you go through the Bible and, and you read about a lot of the men in the Bible that's, that's uh, been through a lot of bad situations, two of them come to mind to me right off the bat. And, and it's not Job. It's probably what you're thinking, but I always think about David. And I tend to think about Paul. And so this morning we're going to be over a psalm. We're going to look at something David wrote, but we're going to tie in some of Paul's writings as well in the New Testament um, and try to try to help encourage someone this morning as well. Uh, before we even get started, though, of course, uh, we've got a lot on our, on our hearts this morning, a lot going on in our communities that uh, we need to be praying about. And uh, I sent the message out yesterday, or put it on Facebook, actually, because I can't get in Calgary. Uh, we're going to. Uh, I want. I just want the church to continue to pray for uh, Preston Guy. Um, he is a 14-year-old boy that uh, Abby has gone to school with for years. They're in, in high school together now. Uh, just a. Um, he's a. He's a pretty good boy, honestly. And to hear his testimony and to hear uh, how he got saved is, is remarkable. And uh, to have friends that were there and experience it with him just is. It's just a. It's just a good feeling. It gives me cold chills thinking about it. But Preston was in a, a pretty serious accident uh, Friday morning, and uh, he was he was flown down to uh, Baptist, where he is still in uh, critical condition, um, stable in critical condition. He has uh, lost all movement on his right side. Uh, but about 11:30 last night, his dad did mention that he was able to move his right foot, uh, so that's positive. Uh, but this family is a family of faith. Um, they know what God can do and so they have asked uh, for as many people as possible to pray this morning especially this Sunday morning all the churches that can uh, to to pray uh, and so that's what we're going to do this morning we'll pray for Preston and I know you guys probably have your own prayer requests as well the Lord knows them and so as we start before we even get into the word of God this morning we're just going to open up in prayer and ask God to heal uh, our nation uh, heal our churches heal our homes uh, ask for healing here for Preston as well, and then any others that you might have. So let's open up in prayer this morning. Father God, this morning as we uh, start this service out, uh, once again, Lord, we have been separated, uh, Lord, through weather conditions outside our control. So, Lord, we're still able to come to you, uh, whether we're being in our, in our offices, whether we're sitting in our recliners on our couch or laying in the floor in front of the fire. It doesn't matter, Lord. We are gathered together in your name this morning and lord i pray that you would bless our time together and lord this morning as uh, we look at uh, so much going on in our lives we see so much going on in our nation we see a lot going on around the world so many people have things going on in their hearts and in their homes god only you can fix it only you can heal this nation only you can heal this home only you lord can heal our churches only you can heal our hearts Father, I pray this morning that we would come to you knowing that you can heal all. You can fix all. But Lord, we've got to come to you and ask 
Father, this morning I pray we can do that. Lord, we can put aside our pride. Uh, we can get rid of anything that might be hindering us to come to You. And we can ask for that help. We can ask for that healing. Father, this morning we want to lift up Preston to You. God, as a, as a, uh, as a young man that has a, a bright future ahead of him, Lord, as Your Word says, uh, You know the thoughts. Lord, You know our hearts. You know the plans. You've made them. Lord, you know that Preston has some great plans ahead of him because of this situation. And Lord, I pray for a healing touch upon him today. Father, I thank you for bringing him into a family that knows you and knows that love and grace. And I pray, Lord, that they feel peace and comfort this morning knowing that not just Chestnutdale, but Lord, so many churches around Watauga and Avery County are praying this morning for this young man and praying for this family. And Lord, I pray that they feel a sweet peace this morning knowing that that, uh, Preston has been lifted up to you. And Lord, I pray again that you would just give peace and comfort this morning in this this terrible situation. Lord, you are a merciful God. You are a loving God. And you are faithful and just. And I pray, Lord, that uh, they would feel that this morning. Be with us as we go through this service, Lord. And I pray for a great touch and a great spirit in our homes. So I'll ask your son's name we pray. Amen. Alright, again, like I said, we're going to be over in, in Psalm 13. This morning we're going to be in the whole the whole book, of, or the whole chapter of Psalm, all, all six verses here this morning. But we're going to look at some, some bad times that we go through. And I, I, for one, am certain that no one is exempt from bad times. We're going to go through valleys. We're going to go through difficulties in our lives. Have you ever noticed though how it feels like the bad times continue to just hang around a lot longer than the good times do? Think about vacation. When you go on vacation, that's supposed to be a good time. But when you go on vacation, it seems like you get there and the next thing you know, well, you're going home. But what about the bad times? How about when you're in the hospital and you're sick? When you go in and, and, you're, and you feel like you're there just forever and ever and you can't get going, the bad times tend to linger on a lot longer than the good times do. We have a saying that we all use it, we're all guilty of it, time flies when you're having fun. And it does. It seems like time absolutely just flies on by when we're having, a, having fun or having a good time. I know people from a personal experience, time crawls when you are in the bad times. When I remember when my grandpa was, was so sick and he was in the hospital and my father-in-law was well, uh, it, it just seemed like we, it just seemed like forever that they were in the hospital. It seemed like forever during those bad times and it just draw out and you'd sit and you would watch them and you would, you would you'd just feel terrible for the bad time, the bad situation that would linger on. But then you go and I would look at the good times that I got to have with them. And my grandpa especially, to be able to ride around in the truck with him during bear season or whatever we was doing. And it seems like those were just brief moments of good times. But though you sit in the hospital room with him, and it seems like it just drags out forever. So I think you understand what I'm talking about. Now David right here in our scripture that we're going to be reading, he's in a bad time in his life. And it's a darker time in his life. Through this though, through what we're getting ready to read, it teaches us a lot about ourselves. We're going to learn through David's bad time a lot about ourselves. And it's going to teach us about how God can stick with us and will stick with us through those valleys. 
uh, as the, uh, the, the McCamey's saying it, I love it, God on the mountain. God in the valley. He's the God in the valley and He's God on the mountain. He's the same God through the bad times and the good times. He will always be the same God. He doesn't change whenever we go through a good or a bad situation. As the Bible tells us, Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will never change. And I love that about Him. He is not like us. We change like the wind blows. We change or just depends on who we're around. If, they're, if we're around people we like, we're more bubbly and upbeat. If we're around people we don't like, we're quiet and, and kind of standoffish and we don't say much. We're just different that way. But God is not like us. Praise His name that He is not like us. But we could, by all means, try to change our ways to be more like Him, like we're supposed to as a Christian. Christ-like. That's what Christian is. So we could change our ways to be more like Him. So if you've got your Bible open, we're going to read here in just a second uh, Psalm 13. And again, through this, it's going to teach us a lot about ourselves and how God can, uh, how He's going to bring us through that. The valley is the hard times in life. And I want you to understand that this morning before we read the Scripture. The, the things that are, are bad in our lives, the, or what the valleys are, the valley is the hard times in life. The valley is the troubled times in our lives. The, the valley is the bad time in our life. And we are all either going through them now or we're going to experience them here a little bit later. We've all been through them, but we might be going through them right now. And if you're not, I promise you, you're going to go through it. And, and it may not be tomorrow. It may be a month from now. But I promise you, you're going to go through a bad time and I want you to remember that God will be with you as you go through this bad time. Today let's learn what the Bible teaches us about bad times and how we can face them. If you will, uh, just if you got your Bible open for just a moment, so we're over in Psalm 13, 1. Uh, put your coffee down and paste and put your pancakes up. Here we go. Psalm 13, verse 1 says, How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long shall mine enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Lighten mine eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest mine enemy say, I have prevailed against him, and those that trouble me rejoice when I am moved. But I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing unto the Lord because he hath dealt bountifully with me. Let's pray one more time. Father God, again, as we open up this service, Lord, we want to open it up in your Son's name. Lord, we want to, we want to dedicate, we want to honor you in all that we say and do this morning. So Father, I pray that you would hear our hearts. God, cleanse our hearts. Lord, forgive us where we have failed you. Lord, I just ask this morning, uh, Lord, just to, to cleanse me personally. Lord, I pray for forgiveness where I have failed you, where I have failed anyone. Lord, I pray that you would, uh, again, just clear me, clean me. Uh, wipe my slate clean, Father, this morning where I can uh, preach this uh, boldly. God, and I pray that whatever comes out of my mouth and out of my heart would be a help to someone this morning, Lord. I pray again for just a blessing on this service, Lord. And again, thank you for allowing us, even though we are separated, we are still together 
because we are together in your name. And Lord, I thank you for that. And all this in your son's name we pray. Amen. Alright, I want to go through this this morning and just look at uh, five or six little different things about the bad times that we go through. And I, again, like I said, you might not be going through one now, but you're going to go through one later. And I hate to be negative Nancy standing up here this morning, but it's just a fact that we're going to go through a bad time. And I, I don't know how much worse it could get from what we just went through in 2020, but I'm praying that 2021 is a lot better than what we did experience. So first thing we'll look at this morning, the bad times, we can't seem to recall the past good times. And I want you to just think back. If you're going through a bad time right now, at what point during this bad time did you ever recall the good times that you've been through? We don't. We tend to, to focus on the bad time and we forget about the good time. And it's the same with the way that we treat God. When we're going through a bad time, we tend to forget all the good things that He has done for us, all the good times that we've had with God. We always harp on and, and focus on the negative instead of the positive that where He has been. We need to, we've got to get away from that. Verse 1 again says, How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? In the bad times, honestly, sometimes we lose our perspective of things. Right here, God and David have some wonderful times together. If you look at David, and twice in the Bible, God has referred to him as a man after his own heart. They've had good times together. We've watched, when you have read the Old Testament, you see firsthand the, the closeness and the relationship that God has had with David. But then David forgets about it because he's having a bad time. He's in a valley right now in his life and David tends to forget that. And we are just like David. When we go through something negative, there's so many people focused on that virus last year. And like it just wore us down. It took us out. We, we focused on the negative, negative, negative. But at the end, can you not stop and say, look how good God was to us. Look how good He was. Look at how He continued to bless us through the situations that we were in. We forget that. So we are just like David. Now David is saying, God, are you going to forget me? When you have a bad time, what's one of the first things that you do? God, are you still there? God, have you forgot me? Do you remember me? Lord, where are you right now? We tend to forget Him and forget about His goodness through the bad time. David, at this moment, he can't recall a good time. He can't remember nothing. He cannot focus on anything but this valley that he's going through in his life. It seems just like to him, God has deserted him. Just like we feel sometimes. Think about your life. Think about something in your life where you have went through something bad and one of the first things that you did was ask God, where, where are you? Why me? Why would you allow something like that to happen to me? Because we are no different than David. We focus on the bad and we forget about the good. Forget about the key uh, things in our lives where God stepped up and showed His grace and He showed His love and we got to see His mercy firsthand. We forget about that. So, again, we're just like David. Well, I want you to think of it this way. One of the key 
Keys to a good marriage is the ability to recall the good times in the midst of the bad times. Think about it. Those marriages where the spouse or spouses are unable to recall the good times have a hard time surviving. Now, uh, uh, Christmas Eve, I, I got asked to to uh, to do the wedding for my cousin, and, and I, it is such an honor to be able to do this for her, and, and I'm so excited to be able to do this for her in May, and it's just uh, it's it's a joy. And and after they asked me, and I, I, I've got a little uh, a little a little book in my office that I keep, and it's it's called the Pastor's Manual. It's a little thin book, and it was back in the 40s. And I love that little book. It's helped me to prepare for so much in, in, in the ministry, funerals and, and, and other things. But I've never really read it for a wedding. And as I was studying this week for, for this message, I got to thinking about those vows and, and, and that wedding ceremony. What is one of the things that we say in the wedding ceremony? For good and for bad. For better, for worse. We've got to think about that. In our marriages, when we hit the bad times, we've got to remember the good times. And if we can remember the good times, the good times tend to outweigh the bad. And so those good times will help us get through the bad times. Do you remember where God was good to us here? Do you remember where God was good to us here? Do you remember where God was good to us here? And then you start remembering those good times and it will always outweigh the bad because God was involved in it. And we can get through. That's how we survive it. And, and many moms, moms have that heart. They, they, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. They say the closest uh, type of love that, that God shows to us is a mother's love for their child. And, and I, I totally agree with that. And I, I, you think about a mother that has been through so much with their child. Their child may have been into a, a lot of sin. It's a lot of bad things in their life. But a mother will not harp on the negative. The mother will not harp on and remember the bad. That mom will remember the good times that she has had with that child. And I know that that's what gets them through whatever that situation is with their child. It's because they can remember the good and those good will always outweigh the bad. Remember that. We've got to learn our bad time in its proper perspective. Now, number two. In the bad times, we tend to see those people who are usually on our side, we tend to look at them as against us. Look at verse 1 again. It says, How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? David sees God at this moment as someone who is against him. God ain't against us. When we go through a bad time, when we go through a situation in our lives, God ain't against us. He is always for us. We've got to remember that. Now, right here, David again sees him as a moment, or sees God against him. Why is it that when the bad times come, we shut out of our lives the people that are closest to us? I'm dead serious about this. You can remember, I guarantee you can recall this. When we're having a bad day, when we're having a bad time in our lives, what do we do? We shut everybody out. All those people that are for us and with us, those close friends, those close relatives that we have, what do we do? We shut them out. We shut them out. I have done it. and I, 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 I can recall several times in my life where I've shut friends and family out. And I remember a couple, two or three years ago, probably about three years ago now, 
I, I just shut everybody out. I was having a hard time at work. I had a lot on my plate between work and ministry and everything else in life. I was having a bad time in my life and I shut everyone out. I shut my wife out. Folks, you don't do that. You don't shut away, shut out the people in your life that are the closest to you. Your cheerleaders, your support team, your brothers, your sisters in Christ, you cannot shut them out. You need them right now. So we've got to back out and we've got to remember that they're there for you and they're not against you. Many people turn away from God at that time. Those people actually get so mad at Him through this bad time that they shut Him out because they're experiencing a bad time and they think it's His fault. Hebrews 8.10, this is something that Paul has said over in Hebrews. Hebrews 8.10 says, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws in their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be with and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. That's Old Testament that Paul's saying right there. That's over in the Old Testament twice, actually. But he's saying right here, this is God. He says, I will be to them a God. We can't shut him out. He is in our hearts. I want to say one more time. He says, I will put in my I'll put my laws in their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. He is our God. He is the big G God, not little G God. He is a big G God. He is our God, our loving Savior, Jesus. And so we have got to keep Him and not shut Him out like we do everybody else through the bad times. We've got to draw closer to Him through the bad times. When we're going through the bad times, we need to draw those that are close to us closer and not shut them out and push them away. Draw them closer to us. They are not our enemy. They are our ally. They are our friend. We need them. We need them more now than we ever have through those bad times because we can't handle it alone. Number three, in the bad times we sometimes beat ourselves up. We do that fairly often. In other words, in bad times we are our own worst enemy. Now look at verse two again. It says, How long shall I take soul in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Have you ever noticed how we have this tendency to beat ourselves up uh, when we're going through a bad time? Almost every time. We, we're hard on ourselves. Listen, just listen to yourself the next time that, that you are having a bad day. You're going to beat yourself up. You're going to say things like, uh, why did I have to abuse my body when I was younger? You know, it's, and I think a lot, a lot of us say in the mornings when we try to roll out of bed, if I'd only taken care of myself when I was younger, I wouldn't be hurting the way that I am right now. Folks, I, it's, it's awful, and I ain't nowhere uh, close to being old yet, but I'm getting older, and it hurts because I didn't take care of myself. I was watching my nephew, Cole. He's, he's, like, a, he's like a monkey, a little spider monkey. Everywhere he goes, he jumps off of everything. And he, I think he got a hairline fracture or something in his ankle or his leg or something not too long ago. But he jumps off of everything. And I'm not saying jumping off like two feet off of the ground. He jumps out of tractors. He jumps off of hay bales. He jumps out of the bed of trucks. 
And later in life, he's going to recall that and he's going to say, I should have taken better care of myself. When I was younger, we beat ourselves up. You know, if I could just... A lot of times we think in our minds, I'd slap myself for making such a bad decision in my life. If I could just slap myself for doing that, for thinking that. But it's because we beat ourselves up during the bad times. What's the one thing that we always say? What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Because we, we, we're hard on ourselves. Romans 8.1 tells us, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk after, not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And I'm telling you, Paul tells you right here too, don't beat yourself up. Take it easy on yourself. Alright, it's, it's a bad times so we need to learn to be easy on ourselves. Yes, we probably brought some of that on ourselves. But don't be so hard on yourself. It's, it's a life lesson for each one of us. And we need to take it in stride. And we need to learn from it. And grow from it. And learn not to do that again. So take it easy on yourself. Now the fourth thing in the, Bible, in the bad times, we see people kicking us when we're down. And i just seen the sun come out behind me, which means that I'm probably blacked out now, and I apologize, but I'm, I'm not moving. So think about that. When in the bad times, we see people kicking us when we're down. Look at the second part of verse 2. It says, How long shall mine enemy be exalted over me? Have you ever noticed when you're, you're going through a tough time in your life that it seems like people are... are have a tendency to take advantage of you. When we struggle, people are taking advantage of you. David says, I'm down. And it's when I'm down, that's when my friends become my enemies. We have a, a saying that we use a lot, or we don't use it, we hear it. Kick them when they're down. We tend to kick people when they're down. And I know you felt that way. I felt that way before. When you're at your lowest point, it's like somebody comes along and just steps on your back and mashes you down just a little bit harder. We kick them when they're down. Bob Plain tells us that we are what we are to do for those that are down, what we are to do for those that are in need. For those that are having a bad day, listen to what Paul says in Galatians 6. It says, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fall, ye which are spiritual, restore such and one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted, bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Those two words right there, bear ye. Bear, that means that somebody is overloaded. That means somebody's having a bad day, and you need to help them, and you need to pick them up. Instead of stepping on their back when they're down, you hand, give them a hand and pick them up. And get them out of that ditch. Get them out of that low point in their life. So don't kick them when they're down. Help them up when they're down. When someone is down and overloaded, we help them. Because that's what Jesus wants us to do. Help them out. And I'll see what we can learn about God in the bad times. Number five, in the bad times, God can take whatever we dish out because He loves us unconditionally. He loves us unconditionally. And that's a type of love that we can't comprehend. Verse 3 and, and a little bit of 5 here, if you kind of put them together, it says, Consider and hear me, O Lord, my God, in thy salvation. If you kind of put them together, it's almost like David is being disrespectful to God. 
we're all disrespectful to God at some point in our lives, but we don't mean it. We say things out of anger. And, and we do that with God and we do that with friends and family as well. We say things when we're mad and then we regret it. We're not really being disrespectful. We just don't filter what we're saying before we say it. First he tells God, if you go back, he says, you forgot me and you've hid your face from me. If you go back earlier in that, verse, or in that chapter, you forgot me and you've hid your face from me. Now he says in verse 3, turn and look at me. Hey you, look at me. How many times have we said that to our children? We're trying to, to give them a life lesson. We're trying to give them that lecture. We're trying to talk to them about something that they did wrong or how to do something. And they're off in la-la land chasing squirrels and looking at something shiny. And we're saying, hey, look at me. Look at me when I'm talking to you. David's saying the same thing. Look at me, God, when I'm talking to you. Listen to what I have to say. But he's not being disrespectful. It's because David is frustrated. And we're the same way. When we get frustrated with people, we tend to say things that we shouldn't. And it's not out of disrespect, it's just out of frustration. God is big enough to take David's frustration and stride, though. That's how big a God we serve. It's because God loves David unconditionally. He can do that. He loves us unconditionally. So He's going to do that for us as well. Whatever you've done, whatever you have said to God, it's now in the past. And He's going to take it and strive. He's able to because He loves us unconditionally. God is big. God loves big. God is agape. He has that agape love we was talking about not too long ago. And He can handle whatever we have said, whatever we have done to Him in the past. He can take it. Paul tells us in Hebrews 10, 17, it says, And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Do you think our frustration, do you think when we say things out of, out of mind and out of, off a of tongue and not out of heart to God, when we not really curse God, but when we say things negative against Him or to Him, do you think that He hangs on to it? No. When we ask for forgiveness from Him, He says right here, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. And He tells us also that He's going to forgive us and He's going to forget it and let it go. But we cannot be talking to God like this. Yes, we're going to do it out of frustration, but we cannot do it out of habit. We cannot make it a habit to talk to God negatively. We've got to have respect. We've got to have reverence for Him when we talk to Him. So be careful with your speech there. Sixth thing, in the bad times, God has given us the greatest gift of all, and that's salvation. Salvation. Oh, how sweet it is. That salvation. Verse 5, look at it one more time. But I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I love that verse right there. Whatever bad time we're experiencing in our life, God's salvation is a treasure that helps us through that. That salvation. Ephesians 2.8, Paul says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. It's a gift of God. That gift that gets us through it. It's that gift of salvation that gets us through 
the bad times. That's what we got to cling to and hang on to, that we are saved by God's good grace and He is there with us. He is, he's a, he is in the picture with us. We're not in this alone. No matter if it's a family feud or family fight that you're going through or if you're laying on your deathbed, the Bible tells us right here, God's salvation will ultimately bring all our bad times to an end. At some point, it's all going to be done. These bad times that we are experiencing here on earth will be over. Whether we go by the grave or by the rapture, when we get to heaven, bad times are over with. We're not going to have to experience them anymore. We're not going to deal with negative anymore. It's nothing but goodness for eternity once we're done here on earth and we're done with this old body. God reassures us today, our bad times will come to an end. And again, that is when we get to heaven, if we're saved, when we get to heaven. And we can't lose it. So that salvation that we have, when we ask Jesus into our hearts, and, and, and it's almost like a wedding, and, and you get down there on the altar and you ask Him for forgiveness and you ask Him into your heart, and it, it's like Jesus is, is saying, for better, for worse, I'm there with you. Through the good and the bad, I'm there with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll always be there with you. And so through the bad times, when we feel like we have lost our salvation, we've lost that love, or we, we're sitting there and we're, we're wallowing in our own pity, and you're saying, well, if I truly was saved, I wouldn't be going through this. Well, you know what? Christians go through a lot more than I think the unsaved or the unbelievers go through. We have to experience the devil on a different level than the non-believer. He makes it harder on us. Romans 8, 38 and 39. If you can't cling to this and come out smiling, I don't know what your problem is. You can say your problem. Romans 8, 38 and 39 says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come. Again, bad times are coming nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So through the bad times, you ain't going to lose your salvation. Through the good times, you've got to rejoice and remember that He has brought you through bad times and now you're going through another good time. Through the bad times, through your valleys, Remember, He's not leaving you. Remember, you're not going to lose that salvation, that sweet, sweet salvation that you have. You're not going to lose it. Hang on to that. Cling. That Scripture right there seals it. You can't argue with me. I'm not going to sit and argue with you if you're Calvinist and you're saying that you're predestined and God has a select few that's going to heaven, I will not sit and argue with you. I'm going to read you that Scripture right there and I'm going to leave it at that. Because I know that I've been saved. I believe in my heart and free will salvation. It is totally up to you to accept Jesus or reject Him. And if you accept Jesus as your Savior, through the bad times, He's going to be with you. You don't have to be one of those that gets saved every day. I know I've talked about it before, but it's like those guys on Duck Dynasty. It's a great show. I love their hearts. But they feel like they can lose their salvation. If they have done something wrong that day, if they don't get things right with God before they go to sleep or before they die, if they happen to die that day, they say that they would go to hell. 
They're saved, but they could still go to hell because they didn't repent. I don't believe in that mess. I believe once saved, always saved. Yes, we're going to sin, but yes, we can ask for forgiveness. That's not the message. That, I know it's not part of the message, but I just got to get that out there for somebody this morning. Once saved, always saved. We're not predestined. Alright? He's given us free will. And so with that free will, you accept Jesus as the best thing that you could ever do in your life because you're going to go through bad times and you're going to need a Savior. You're going to need that salvation to get you through. You're going to need that personal relationship that you have with Him to get you through the bad time that you're going through. You need Him to get through the rest of your life because you're not going to get just one bad day. You're going to get multiple bad days. You may get a whole bad year. You're going to have bad times in your lives. You're going to need Him. You're going to need that salvation. That's what that relationship is. That salvation is a relationship with Jesus. You're going to need it for the rest of your life here on earth because it has some eternal rewards with it. We need that. We all have these bad times in life, but don't turn away from God during those bad times. Whatever you do, don't turn your back on Him because He ain't turning His back on you. Through those bad times, you look up and you look for Him to get you through it. Hang on to Him. Cling to the cross during those bad times. He's going to get you through it. Let's pray. Father, this morning as we close out this morning's message, Lord, we thank You greatly for Your love, for Your grace, for Your mercy. God, this morning I want to thank You for my salvation. Lord, I'm so thankful this morning that no matter what I go through in this life, no matter how bad it might be, no matter how bad I might be feeling, no matter how bad I might be struggling with something, I can't lose it. I wouldn't want to lose it. I wouldn't want to give it up anyway. Lord, I thank You for that. I thank You for Your Word there. Saying no matter what we go through in this life, You will be there with us. And we are we're in Your hands. Lord, You have us gripped in Your hand so tightly that we can't slip away. We can't slip out. You'll never, you'll never get rid of us. You know, we can't lose what we've got with You. And Lord, I thank You for that. And I pray this morning, somebody's struggling. Maybe today somebody's having a bad day. Maybe this has been a bad week. Lord, I pray that they would find comfort in Your Word today, knowing that we all go through it. David, a man after God's own heart, had bad days. And Lord, we can turn to You as David did, as Paul did, as Job did. We can turn to You in our trying times and we can find comfort in Your presence and knowing that You're by our side. And Lord, that is that right now is a great comfort for me and know. Lord, I pray it comforts somebody else this morning. Again, Father, we thank You for this time that You've given us together uh, virtually. And Lord, I pray that You would just bless our day today as we continue through. And Lord, I pray that we can come back to your house safely uh, this coming Sunday. And Lord, just uh, keep us all safe throughout the week. All in your son's name we pray. Amen. All right, church, I hope you have a, a great uh, rest of your Sunday. Stay safe out there. Uh, the roads are out here in Boone anyway. They, they are slick in spots, a lot of black ice. But be safe in your travels, and I'll be back on here tomorrow morning with devotions.